Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another great episode of Trainer on the Road. My name is Cliff Moyt. If you're just joining me for the first time, and the concept of this podcast is that I broadcast um, live for me, not live for you, but broadcast in my car, driving in between sessions for my clients. So today's episode is the comeback kid. Now the comeback kid, as we all know, is the one who's the the underdog, not the cartoon, but the underdog when it comes to certain events and certain tasks. The underdog could be also in a relationship. You could be the underdog knowing that you're in a relationship and you confide with your friends and you you start to realize that you are the underdog. But again, if we go down the rabbit hole, we know there's more to it. Um, there's more reasons why you get triggered and, and there has to be accountability because when you're in a situation, it's never really only that person. That's really called projection. So the comeback kid, check this out. I remember playing a game of dodgeball, all right? And growing up in the city, growing up in the Bronx, there was, there was this area which was like a, like an oval-shaped gate fence, I guess, for, for people just to sit there and, and, uh, and read the paper. But as kids, we used that circle gate fenced area as the ultimate dodgeball area. Now, when you play dodgeball, the key is not to get hit, right? And you're dodging the ball. Right. There was a kid. There was well. There was a brother and sister, uh, Kim and Dwayne, and they both have a natural talent of speed. I mean, they were just some fast cats right there, you know. And we played dodgeball, and and Dwayne was a lot um, older than me. He was about probably my brother's age. And he would take this ball, right? And once we, it was funny. Once he grabbed the ball, the whole crowd goes, oh, man, oh, boy. Like, we knew that Dwayne was not only going to throw the dodgeball, but at one point in my life, I really felt like it was almost like medieval, I'm going to take your head off. Like, he wasn't the guy who aimed for your, your stomach or even your elbow. He was going for the sure shot kill. Right. So here I am. I'm fairly young. You know, I mean, younger than most of the people, because, you know, when you're that age, you want to hang out with your older brother. And when you're hanging out with your older brother, obviously, they have, you know, friends that are older than you. So I was the underdog. Yes, I was the underdog. Right. And I had my my fro, my my afro. So when I ran, you know, it kind of looked like Sonic the Hedgehog, right? So here I am. He's throwing the ball. Woof, woof, like I'm, I'm feeling the wind. It's like Al Roker needed to do a weather report when he played dodgeball, okay? So this guy's throwing these dodgeballs right at me. Head first. Take them out, you know? And I'm dodging them. 
boom, I'm going left and right, you know, hitting the floor, jumping over it. And now I see him getting frustrated because now people are cheering. I don't know who they were cheering for, but I was scared shitless because I, in my mind at that age, when people say, oh, you know, Dwayne, you know, he, he could really take your head off. I'm literally thinking that if he was to throw that ball, I'm done. I'm going to have a, a body standing there with the head somewhere facing east. So I'm fighting for my life at the tender age of seven or eight. I don't know. And when the end came, it was me and Dwayne. That's it. Me and Dwayne. He's throwing this ball. And he threw the ball. And the object, again, when you're playing dodgeball, the object is to catch the ball. If you catch the ball, the guy is out. Right? So he threw the ball. And he threw it so hard that it got stuck in between the fence. And, of course, the crowd goes, ooh. Right? So I take the ball and I throw it with everything that I got. Everything that I got. And, you know, you ever throw something so hard that you close your eyes? Like you just, uh, you know, you're just throwing. It's almost like the scene of, of... 300 when he's throwing that spear he's throwing that spear like just everything that you got so I threw it (sighs) and yes you guessed it I hit someone else (laughs) I gave someone else a black eye (laughs) because I wasn't paying attention the comeback kid wasn't paying attention. It was over. It was a wrap. The black guy came out. He was crying. Game over. Game over. Done. So why, why am I telling you this story? Why am I telling you this this dodgeball comeback kid story? It's because even when you decide to step up, either in fear, right? Because we, we base a lot of decisions based on fear, or we base it on momentum, motivation, right? Even when you decide to step up, you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. Even if you see that the person that you're, like you're running track, you see them within your distance, you always still have to pay attention to your form. Because if you don't have your form and you don't know what you're looking at, the comeback kit is just a, a dust in the wind. So when you think that things are going great and you came from the bottom and you're working your way to the top, please pay attention to what got you there and consistently Create the action that supports it consistently. Don't try to deviate yet. Just work your way up because if it's working, make it work even for you more. Make it work for you more. Make the work make work for you more. I can't even say it right. Can't even say it. You know, I'm a jumbler. Sometimes I say great things 
And sometimes I jumble. And that's okay. So, always remember that you are the person who are in a situation where you may be the comeback kid. Uh, And it's okay that if you throw a dodgeball in there, another person's face, (laughs) you just got to learn the lesson, you got to go forward, and you got to keep driving it through. So, you guys have a fantastic day. And I am looking forward to talking about something in the next episode, which is food. Talk to you later. Have a great day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another great episode of Trainer on the Road. My name is Cliff Moy, and I am ecstatic that you're listening to my podcast either the first time or continue to last listen to this podcast. Now, today's topic is very interesting. This topic for today is sex. Yep. We're talking the bootay and the coochie. So why am I bringing up this topic? Because everyone talks about sex. Everyone thinks about sex at one point and one time in their life. And everyone is curious about sex. And what I mean by curious doesn't mean that you have to go hopping around sleeping with every person. What I mean is a curiosity because it's kind of like a taboo. People never really talk about it, but everyone wonders about it. So here are my top three beliefs about sex. If you want to have great sex with your partner or spouse, or even someone that you just newly met, because we know when you first meet someone, that is the best sex ever, okay? And I'm only saying ever at that time, because the real sex, the real lovemaking happens when you truly are in tune with your spouse, partner, or the person that you are with, okay? It's not the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's more of a spiritual connection as you start to grow together. Unfortunately, what happens over time is that either one person strays away from the other person not to go and sleep with someone else, but their energy shifts maybe because of school, because of kids, because of work. Um, it, it could be a, a variety of things. But what's important, what's important about sex is that you understand the needs and wants of your partner. There are certain things that your partner may want, and if you don't communicate to your partner what you want, that, my friend, could be a recipe for disaster. Because sometimes people feel that it's not appropriate to talk about certain topics with their spouse or their partner. I think it's bullshit. If I'm butt-ass naked, obviously I'm going to have to have a conversation with my partner about me and being butt-ass naked. Okay, it took me a long time to figure this out, okay? So, if you have that communication, first and foremost, that's the number one. If you have that communication and you tell your spouse, your partner, the person that you're sleeping with, what you want, 
and you find out what they want, then the level of intensity of sex, making love, intimacy increases. The second part that I believe to having great sex is also role playing. When I be my role playing, hey, if you want to dress up like Captain America and your girl wants to dress up like Wonder Woman, hey, have at it. But sometimes the role playing begins with foreplay. And foreplay does not mean oral sex. I'm not talking about that, people. What I'm talking about is the intimacy code of talking to your spouse, your partner, your significant other, having little dabs of saying something throughout the day to get them warmed up. It's basically, that's what you're doing. You're warming up the engine. So if you start off with some love notes, some love texts, some some intimacy uh, uh, um, notes that you can leave somewhere that only they will find throughout the day, that is a warm-up for women. Guys, if you're listening, that is a warm-up for women. See, for guys, you know, we could, you know, it, it doesn't take us long. You see your spouse, you see someone strip butt naked, okay, let's go. I'm at it. But for women now, women is a whole different ball game. You got to make sure that you, you start to woo your woman. Because if you woo your woman, your woman will go woo at night. Yep, I said it. Woo woo at night. So. That's my second thing. And the third and final, the third and final is that after all said and done, you did the deed. Okay, guys? You did the deed. Sometimes you may just have to hold your woman a little longer. Sometimes you just don't want to roll over and snore your ass off. You know, you don't want to do that. Sometimes women just want to feel safe because when a woman feels safe in a man's arm and when a, a man feels uh, safe with their woman, there's an energy. There's an energy that cannot be denied. And sometimes you may not even know what that is. So sex is, yes, sex can, and this is important, there, sex can have its moments where it's a little too freaky for some. But as long as you communicate, then you could compromise. And if you choose not to compromise, then you have to reevaluate what's important to you. If you feel like you're in a situation that you just say, hey, man, listen, baby girl, I love you. But there's no damn way you're bringing that duck into this bed box. Some people may go into that. That's their shit. But as long as you're truthful to your spouse with communication, as long as you're constantly wooing your spouse to get them warmed up, that's the most important, okay? And just as long as you are connected with yourself by knowing that after all said and done, had a great orgasm, let me just be present with my partner and spouse, even for two to three minutes. Let me just em embrace that energy. Okay? Now, some guys may be listening to us and say, you know what, Cliff, you're out your fucking mind. 
I'm not doing that shit. Hey, that's all right. I'm all right with that because everyone's different. But understand this, my brother and my sister, that if you choose not to do these things daily, if you choose not to honor your wife in a certain way, and guess what? You're maybe honoring your wife. Maybe your wife doesn't need all that. Everyone is different. But this podcast is opening up a conversation for you to be more present. Because just because you had a bad day doesn't mean you have to go and bang your girl. Just because she had a bad day doesn't mean she has to go bang her man. Okay? You can do it. There's time to have straight ass hard sex. And there's times where you want to make passionate, intense love. The end. So, now that I had that great outburst of my beliefs, I want you guys now just to reflect at this point and really think about your past relationships, the current relationships, and say, damn, did I do that? Did I do that? Did she do that? Blah, blah, blah. And then say to yourself, okay, erase the board. Let's start over. And you can start over. That's the best part about living. You can start over every single day, every single minute, and every second. Every time I finish this sentence, it's consider the past. Whoa, now that's deep. So that's all I have to say for you today. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. If you are listening this over the weekend, I hope you have a fantastic day. If you're listening this during the day. But one thing I do know is that you have an opportunity to change yourself. You have the opportunity to change the world. And the more you think about it, the more it can become true to you. Have a great weekend. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you soon enough.